Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. We believe that stories are magic. So when we find a great one, we can't wait to share it. Far, far away on the planet Florp, a baby named Bobby Wonder was born. But his parents relocated the family to Earth right after the birth. So Bobby grew up having no idea he was an alien. Until his 10th birthday, that is. Can you imagine waking up on your birthday to find out that you can fly and talk to ducks? <coughs> Created by a New York Times best-selling children's author and produced by the award-winning Go Kid Go team, Bobby Wonder is out of this world fun. Search for Bobby Wonder on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This mischievous tale, Story Club members, might make you stay away from antique dolls. It's one I call Myron. His name is Myron, my mom said. He's pretty neat, isn't he? Myron? How do you know? What kind of name is that for a doll? The doll sat on the living room coffee table. He was about a meter or so in length, with a cloth body covered in a black and white striped long sleeve shirt and black suspenders with black boots. He had a pale porcelain head, raven-colored hair, and was wearing dark, round glasses. Behind the glasses were inky eyes. As I stared back at him, transfixed and deeply unsettled, there was one thing that I was absolutely sure about. I was not a fan of this doll. My mom, on the other hand, excitedly pulled the back of his shirt away from his body. See here? The tag says Myron. Um, mom, he's seriously kind of creepy. Where did you even get him? Well, while your sleepyhead was still in bed on this fine Saturday morning, I got up early and went yard sailing. There was this big estate sale on Sycamore Lane. You know, the place with that big old mansion that burned down last month? Ugh, a shame. It was a landmark. And those poor people who died in that fire, just horrible. Anyway, there was some furniture and some other items in there that were for sale. He smells like a campfire. Yeah, he does have some smoke damage. I might remove his clothes and have them dry clean to get that stench out. He might have some pretty good resale value on eBay or offer up. Or I might just keep him around. Myron is one of a kind. Yeah, I guess... My mom was kind of weird about collecting random junk from yard sales. She has this collection of metal jello molds hanging on the walls of our apartment. She loves old-timey things, as she calls them. Yeah, I do not share her love of antiques. I don't know, vintage dolls and toys and even furniture? They kind of make me sick to my stomach. I know it's weird, but I can't help it. And this Myron was no exception. The fact that he stank of smoke and was eerie made my tummy twist into knots. Um, he can live in your room, Mom. The next morning, I woke up with my mom yelling for me to get up. She told me to come into the living room. When I did, I couldn't believe my eyes. The walls were covered with writing from a red sharpie that had been in my room. It said, Mikey was here. Long live Mikey. Mikey rules. Can't stop Mikey. 
Why did you do this, Mikey? Why? But, Mom, I didn't. Your name is all over the walls. If the landlord sees this, he'll throw us out of the apartment. Go get something to clean it off. And that's how my life went with Myron in the apartment. First, the writing on the walls. Then, one of my mom's favorite planters was broken. Then, a window. Each time I told her that I didn't do it, and each time she didn't believe me. And Myron would just sit there with that stone-cold expression on his pale porcelain face. I did an internet search for Myron doll. It didn't take long to find some shocking news. It seemed that Myron was once a real boy who was the son of Long Island painter and sculptor Benjamin Collins. Myron Collins died when he was eight years old. He was a mischievous boy who met his untimely end while playing a prank. In this case, he was on a ladder and was going to dump a bucket full of chicken's blood and feathers on somebody walking past. Except Myron fell off the ladder and broke his neck. The distraught father who was into the occult had a seance. He built the doll and asked a soothsayer to conjure Myron's restless soul into the form. Myron's father became a hermit after his son's death and spent all of his time talking to the doll. After he died, Myron the doll was moved around, and it seemed that wherever he ended up, there would coincidentally be a fatal, accidental fire. Just like the last house he was at. I told my mom all this, but she simply told me, you can't believe everything that you read on the internet. Then, one day, I was playing video games, and I smelled something burning. At first, I thought Mom had scorched some food in the kitchen, but then I remembered she said she needed to go to the supermarket. I found Myron in her room. He was lying on the floor, a box of wooden matches next to him. The bedroom curtains were on fire. Grabbing a blanket off Mom's bed, I thrashed the flames with it until they went out. The smoke alarm screamed with an ear-piercing shriek. Okay, that's it, Evil Myron. Your history. Grabbing the doll, I took him out of the apartment and down to the basement. It was an old apartment that had a trash incinerator. Opening it, I tried to throw Myron inside. That's when he grabbed me, fighting me not to go into the flames. His porcelain mouth cracked into a twisted grin. However, I managed to throw him into the incinerator, slamming it closed behind him. Through the tiny window, I watched as Myron burned, the paint melting off his face. It was pretty gruesome, but at least I was alive. When it was over, I opened the door and sifted through the ashy remains with a poker. You know, just to make sure. But that turned out to be a big mistake, because something rushed out of the incinerator and into my mouth. And suddenly, I wasn't Mikey anymore. I was Myron. When I burned the doll, I had freed his trapped soul. And now, he was inside me, possessing me. Returning to the apartment, I waited for my mom to return home from the store and started plotting my next prank. Ugh, my goodness. That Myron is a little creep. Who even wants a frightening doll like that around? Mikey's mom must have been off her rocker to buy it. Guess she'll be a little shocked when she learns that her son isn't really her son when she returns home. <laughs> and do you know what else is shocking, beloved listeners? That not all of you have written to me yet. Don't be shy. Send your notes to ivy at gokidgo.com. Tell me what you thought about Myron or any of the other stories on this haunting podcast. Let me know of what you want to hear more of as well, and I'll do my best to deliver. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out!
Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.